Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We were uh, talking about uh, the Eagles are coming to Omaha, uh, the band, and uh, concerts, and apparently, I guess, what, did Madonna go on late a couple times, too late? She uh, in sued. Brooklyn. How late was it? Two hours. It was uh, supposed to start at 8.30, started at 10.30. Didn't she pull this recently? Yeah, yeah this was like back in December. Sued. Okay, yeah. ensued, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, you can't con- do that to after people anymore. 10.45. No, you can't. With the, with the cost of, of concert tickets nowadays, you just, it's not acceptable no. anymore. Right, yeah, when you were paying seven fifty mm-hmm. back in 75, you would tolerate that behavior, no. I suppose. This well, was an I, arena I, show. I'm sure it was easily 150 to 200 dollars a ticket. I think the peak was back in the uh, the Guns N' Roses days. Uh, that band particularly would go on right. like two mm-hmm. hours late. I remember, you know, back in the day, uh, say the show was supposed to start at eight. You would just wait, and what I hated most about it, but you, it was just is what all concerts were though. You would, especially after the first band went off the stage, because you know. Even if the first band was famous, the second band was famous, you still had to wait for the second band because they're the headliner. You would wait, and every time you just sit there, and it, yeah. could, and it could be 15 minutes, it could be an hour and 15 minutes, and it was like you just waited, and all of a sudden the house lights would eventually go down, and it wasn't the better, the good old days. The good old days are now when they come on, when they're supposed to come on. Right. Yeah. And, and there's there's how, right. this is an old right guy away. thing. And this they is, don't, yeah, there's everybody there. There's actually a sense of urgency to change the stage now. Yeah. Back in the day, they oh, just yeah. seemed to take their time. Oh, they, yeah, they that, did. We'd yeah. get, we'll get it yeah. together, whatever. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, we've all been been around the yeah. staging areas of those things, and you see, yeah. you know, it's posted. This band is going on at this time. This band is going on right. at this time. Yep. The headliner right. goes on at this time, and they aren't messing around with those. Unless times. there's a mess up with some sort of guitar chord or something like that, they're on time. You no, know? Yeah. it's it's yeah. much more business like yeah. now. No, and and you can't do that. So she did. She did two hours. Yeah, that means yeah. she's. Yeah, you know, we should think about what Axel would do that. Now he's—I just saw the Guns N' Roses this summer, and he's on time now. He's on time this whole time. They got back together because he figures, you know, uh, a lot of money involved here. But um, I just think it's so. Can you imagine just being backstage and be that so into yourself? I mean, those—they—they—they they, they could actually physically not even be in the building. They could be at their hotel room just napping. Say, I'll be down in about an hour. You know, you know that kind of stuff. They could actually yeah. be doing that. You know, it's not that? this extreme, but I've. Where there's a lot of com- like headlining comedians that don't yeah. care. That's one of the things that drove me the most crazy about hosting shows is you have to go up in between the feature and the headliner. A lot of times, like you're just hoping the headliner's in the room. They know. Oh, I mean, you'd oh. be like, you go tell them like, hey, you're, the opener just got a light. Like they're done in five minutes. They're like, all right. You can tell some of them do not care. Well, that's because Tyler all. is in the green room talking to D.L. Hughley. <laughs> that that yeah. was my favorite. And D.L. says, eh, have him do another 10. Well, first of all, it was D.L.'s guy, you know. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like, yeah, it was D.L.'s guy, but he was sitting in the green room with me, and uh, my, me and my wife at the time, and he was talking about uh, radio. He wanted to, he's getting back at the radio at the time, wanted to know how the business was going on and blah, blah, blah. So we were, it was more of a business conversation. It was a lot of fun. And he kept wanting to talk, and I'm thinking, hey, D.L., you go. And he goes, ah. And somebody'd lean in there, and he goes, ah, tell him to do five more. He did that at least three times. At least yeah. three times. He said, I got to go now. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, so, I, I sat in the— That dude is probably used to that. 
Oh, DL is famous for that. But I'm once sure again, he is. DL brings his own guy, and he probably takes care of him. You know? I sat in the audience one night for, for DL, and his his feature guy, his middle guy, went. Uh, that might be the show I was at, Puss. It, I know because no, this was a different one. I know because I remember okay. I talked to Colleen. Lay. Yeah. He was just he wasn't even in the building. Oh man! And this guy, his his feature guy, went like fifty minutes. Really? And you could man. tell that he had maybe twenty. And then the rest of it, he was yeah. just uh, just trying to tread water. Well, Nick's got more than 20. I think Call also told a story about uh, Richard Lewis. Richard yeah. Lewis arrives late. Well, he's and, mentally, yeah. yeah. Richard Lewis has some kind of tick where he's got to make a couple of laps around the comedy club before he goes in. So he was even later as a result. No, he, he, apparently he has to – she told us – now he, he yeah. had to walk into the comedy club and walk right on stage. Okay. Yeah, he, he was That's not even in. Okay. Yeah. And so if the timing was, is messed up, he'll go back he, to the car. He, yes, yes, right. he'll go back to the car. So he was circling really? the club until it was time for him to go on. Now he's got a lot of That's OCD. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That's yeah. some, some yeah. mental health issues. Uh, how do you order wings? <laughs> and then get them stolen there. by Todd. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. There. Do you got a name, Nick? Did you were on stage? and I stopped. What headliner was up there when you were doing that? Do you remember? Oh, I don't even remember. There was once I got in trouble with uh, Lynn Coplitz. Oh, really? What Lynn Coplitz was like, hey. You don't want Lynn Coplitz pissed. No, you don't. Not at all. (laughs) She will um, end you. Yeah, this was was a long time ago. But um, just before the feature was done, she's like, hey, go up and do a minute or two. Because I've got to go to the bathroom real quick. And I'm like, all right. So I go up and do a minute or two. Right. And when you're first starting out, like that's one of the worst things as a host because most of the time you're going up and eating it at the beginning. (laughs) Right. And then the feature does well. So if they're like, do a minute or two, then you go back up and start telling another joke. And the crowd's like, what? We like them. Right. You you think because we're laughing now we like you again? We don't like you again. Um, So I go up and do a couple minutes, like a bit what I thought was a minute or two. And then I'm like, here's, you know, go to bring her up. And she's like, not in the room. Oh, so she's I'm like, here's there. your headliner, Lynn Coplitz, and then, you know, just kind of standing there, Crickets. and then you see the door open, Crickets. I'm like, Lynn Coplitz, she gets up on stage, and she's like, oh, I wasn't ready, and I'm like, yeah, I thought you were. Did you see her afterwards, or did you get out of there? Yeah, I saw her, I think I probably had to see her for, you know, the next day. Now, did Ooh. she say anything to you? Oh, yeah. What the hell? Now, when, last time she was in the studio, last time she was in the studio, did you bring it up? We didn't brought it up with her, though. Yeah. She I don't know if I talked you. about it or not, but I no, I get along with her great now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there was like I remember working with her the time after that. I was like, uh oh, I don't even, think, <laughs> I don't even know if she would remember. <laughs> but that when you're first starting, yeah, that's one of those things that just like looms. You're like, oh god, that sucks, right? Yeah, I'm done for. Have you heard? You can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad free. Good news with Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I think that I'm looking what at. What are they suing her for? Well, I'm looking at this article and babysitter money, probably. Well, they're you know. they're trying to start a class action, you know, okay. so that anybody who was there that night 
But I guess no, that means the lawyers are going to make a ton of money and they'll all get four bucks, you know? Yeah. yeah I mean, they're, they're suing Madonna Live Nation and the Barclays Center for unconscionable, unfair, and or deceptive trade practices. Two hours. Two hours. For the, promising the public that the concert would begin at 8.30, knowing full well that Madonna would not begin performing at the advertised time. Which, there's an argument right. to be made there. Yeah, I'm there is. Curious to see how this ends up. I, I want to sue the NFL. When they say something's going to be kicking off, or, or and it touches, <laughs> the only games that kick off on time basically are the Sunday afternoon one and uh, uh, yeah, noon and three thirty, whatever. You know, yeah. when they say that and they kick off, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I want to say, yeah, because I, I hate think, when they advertise games is coming on. Oh, I'm no. trying to think yeah, about like, that. Yeah, yeah. I hate college that. is notorious for that. I hate it. It happens more in college. You're right. I'm trying to think if I've ever waited on an artist for very long, and the only one I can think of is, and it, and it's never that long. But it's Springsteen where, you know, what's the rule that we've heard? Like, he doesn't go on stage until like 80 or 90 percent of the audience is yeah, in seats. That's right. Yep. Which yeah. generally is uh, within 15 or 20 minutes of ticket time. I don't blame him for that, actually, because he doesn't have he, he, he's good enough to not have opening acts ruin shows for you. Like right. Brooks and Dunn. There's no he never has an opening act. anymore. No, he doesn't. And he comes out. And, and they played three hours. Yeah, you want to be there in the beginning when Springsteen comes out, and he wants you to be there too. So he's like the plane yeah. waiting for the connecting flight. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. again, I think the of the times I've seen him. It's, but even then, that crowd files in pretty quick. Yeah, they know, yeah. and and it's gen like if if ticket time is seven thirty, he's on by seven forty five, seven fifty. That's maybe. right, puss. That's about right. You right. Know? And, and his crowd knows that he starts generally on time. Yeah, and pretty much everybody in the house knows about that. So that all right, let's get our butts in the seats and let's get this thing rolling. You right. know? But I don't think I've ever really had to wait for anybody like like the Guns N' Roses only Axel shows no, I that never went saw, on at eleven thirty. I never, yeah. I never but saw any of those. those people money. Was it different back in like the seventies or eighty, whatever um Axel Rose was doing this? Because if now if the shows go late, you're paying just you know, union overtime to oh, yeah. a right, bunch right, of people. Exactly. All I remember, I don't remember waiting two, three hours, or anything stupid like that. But like Todd, I remember just being in the crowd in the in the late seventies or the early eighties, and it would just be one of those situations where uh, the opening band, the opening band would come on five, ten minutes after they're supposed to go on, and they play. And, and a lot of times they were the they were a huge a huge name also, and then uh, or at least had a couple hit records, and then they'd go off. And like Todd said, mm-hmm. there seemed to be a lot of milling around. Instead of really getting the stage ready to go, yeah, and then, and then you would just sit, and you would just wait. But it could be, it could be forty five, fifty an hour, you know. And that was about normal. This I, guy didn't make us wait, yeah. but it was the biggest dick move in a concert I'd ever seen. We were uh, this is the eighties, and the radio station I worked for was presenting Joe Jackson. Right. He was oh, I love the, Joe Jackson at man. the Mesa Amphitheater. Everybody's there. The crowd is there. We've arrived, yeah. and about five minutes after we got there, which was maybe ten, fifteen minutes before showtime. Uh, Joe's not going to make it. He didn't want to play tonight. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he, just, wow. he, he canceled at the last minute. And he wasn't sick. Nope. Just didn't feel like playing. What, what a dick. Not, you go st- now, we had, used to be able to get the stage in those days. Should you walk up and say, sorry, he's not coming? We're going to make somebody no, else do I, that. I, after I heard I, he's not I, there, we, I, 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 we were just pissed and we left. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, Todd, you and I experienced the exact opposite that one night we saw Chris Isaac. Right. Where he went on before showtime. We were. Oh, cool. you, it was a stir. You guys showed up late, right? No, no, no we, we were sh- walking we, up to the gate we at showed ticket up time on time. We, you know, it was like a seven thirty show or whatever. We were walking up to the gate at seven thirty, and Chris Isaac is. 
three songs deep in his set playing yeah. Wicked Game yeah. while we're walking up. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, uh, you should have sued. Dude. <laughs> Nothing should start early. <laughs> no. Yeah, but if Joe Jackson pulled that crap today, I do. I think there could oh, be, be sued. a, a be similar sued. class action yep. lawsuit. Yeah. The other time I saw Joe Jackson, and I, I love the guy's music, but complete so dick move. Yeah. He was playing a nice little auditorium. A, Frank Lloyd Wright designed it, Gamage Hall at Arizona right. State. And it's a nice, intimate theater, and this young lady walks up to the stage, and she's trying to hand him a bouquet of flowers. And she's a sweet girl, and he just ignores her for oh, at least 20 minutes. Oh, that's because he, he likes dudes. Yeah, man. I know. That's <laughs> the reason. How tough would it have been to walk up and say, okay, I'll take your flowers, thank you. Where's your husband, I should have said. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Mark right. could have walked up and gave him flowers. Is your you brother hot? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Joe Jackson. Yeah, man. you can't yeah. you can't disrespect the yeah. audience like that anymore. Great. No, not at with, all. with what she did. And no, I, I, I like the guys a lot. Make sure it's a dude who gives her flowers. Complete dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but even with this Madonna thing, just going on late, you just you can't do it. No, it's, it's not, not okay anymore. Not this is yeah, this isn't Madonna '85. This is now. You're right, and bands go on time now. And people what? have so many more options of shows to go to. Well, like I said, right. just, to wait for you. With what people fork out for concert tickets, you have to give them yes. the, the respect of going on at the time you say you're going to go on. You know? Yeah. Unless you're going to take a mean dump or something like that. You know? Yeah. Like probably Coplitz was doing. She's probably taking a well, mean dump. Right? In that case, <laughs> you just grab the trash can backstage. And yeah. take your Kelly Clarkson does it right, man. Let's learn yep. something from Kelly Clarkson, shall we? Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.